1: La Liga kicked off this past weekend, and while Real Madrid earned a victory against Almería, Barcelona started their campaign with a scoreless result at Spotify Camp No, held by Rayo Vallecano of all teams. It was a disappointing game for Robert Lewandowski, Rafinha, and Barca's new additions, but the questions are now about the other squad players who could be on their way out. Plenty of questions about the futures of Frankie de Jong, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, and Memphis Depay. But the Catalan Club is also on the hunt for a few others. What will happen to Bernardo Silva, of course, Marcos Alonso, and maybe even a right back? We'll have to see, but we have our man Fabricio Romano returns. He is here. It's a live show, so make sure to send in your questions as well. A feistier episode than a Conte Tuchel handshake. Que Lasso begins right now. Hey everybody, welcome to Que Lasso. Fabricio Romano, I've missed you. How are you, buddy?
2: All good, my friend. All good, always. Nice to be here. And thank you. And we are ready for the final two weeks of this crazy transfer window. Absolutely. Fabulous. Hey,
1: how about that Thomas tujo antonio Conte handshake? I loved every minute of it.
2: <laughs> I loved it. I Agree, I agree, 100%. They're fantastic, I think. This is the passion that we want in football. So, amazing. I Agree with you 100%. And then you know that I'm a big Conte fan, so he drives me crazy. When he does like this to protect the team, to fight for the team, and then... I'm going crazy for Conte, but guys was very good too.
1: It was very, very good. And a very good social media post from Antonio Conte yes. regarding the celebration <laughs> as well. Uh, uh, an angry, aggressive, passionate Antonio Conte is good for the Premier League. Just the same as Jose Mourinho in Serie A. It's so good to see. But welcome, Fab. Uh, welcome, everybody. Fabrizio Romano. Make sure to follow Fab's content on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, CBS Sports every single week. Week. Uh, I believe we have uh, just lost Fab for a millisecond. Hopefully, he'll come back. But when he comes back, I promise you, we will answer all your questions. This is the era of 2022, everybody. When you go live, sometimes you lose connections, but Fab will be right back, I promise you. But in the meantime, send your questions about Barcelona specifically. Today, we're going to talk about obviously the supposed exit. Of Pierre Emerick Abamayak of Memphis Depay and of course Frankie de Young and we'll talk about Bernardo Silva as well. So just hold on with us while we wait for Fabrizio Romano. But the latest is, of course, from the Catalan club: is the weekend that just went was not a good one. It wasn't a good result. I was there actually at Spotify Camp now, and it was a pretty dreary, scoreless result. Robert Lewandowski scored one, but it was offside. Rafinha couldn't get going. And it wasn't until Frankie de Jong, some other members of the squad that came in later, that really helped at least get a point. But it was a dreary result for Barcelona. So now Xavi has to figure out what he wants to do with this squad. And I'm imagining that this squad will look a little bit different, a little bit different than later, of course, by the time we hit September 1st. Uh, The first topic of conversation, we'll just, you know, I'll try and answer some questions to everybody. But the first thing, obviously, on everybody's mind It's, of course, what's going to happen to the likes of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, you know, the former Arsenal player. He's playing a little bit of a second fiddle right now to Robert Lewandowski. And Fab actually earlier this, uh, you know, earlier this morning was talking about this. And Barcelona have asked for 30 million euros, a fee of 30 million euros for
2: Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang
1: during the weekend.
0: I'm I'm sorry, I
2: don't know what happened to my laptop out of nothing, but here we are. No, you know what happened?
1: You were uh, angry at me that we haven't had you on for a week, so you decided to just leave me. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we're ready Fab. It's all good, my friend. All right. Listen, we were talking about Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. What's the latest there? Because he's playing second fiddle to Robert Lewandowski. I was there at Spotify camp now this weekend. It was a pretty dreary performance. Lewandowski scored, but it was offside. It just They just couldn't get going. So what's the latest with Aubameyang? Because it seems to me that there might be some competition here in the first team. But Barcelona are asking for a pretty hefty price if anybody, including Chelsea, won him. What's the latest in Aubameyang?
2: Yes, it's not easy situation because there is strong interest from Chelsea. Thomas Tuchel is a big fan. He's convinced that Obama Young be the perfect striker for Chelsea, for his ideas. He knows the players, the player, of course, since they were together at Borussia Dortmund. So Tuchel is pushing to have Obama Young. And Todd Bowley is trying to is trying to understand the conditions of the deal. So this is what happened during the weekend. There were some contacts through intermediaries between Barcelona and Chelsea to understand the conditions of the salary, how much Barcelona wants. And the price tag is very high because Barcelona are asking around 30 million euros. And Chelsea wanted to spend way less than this for Aubameyang, also because of his age and also because the two clubs are still discussing of Marcos Alonso. We have to remind that Marcos Alonso was a step away from joining Barcelona. Everything is ready, but the deal is not completed yet. So the two clubs are still in, in, in direct contact. Let's see what will happen during this week because I'm sure that Chelsea will try uh, to discuss for a lower fee. But at the same point, it's really important also to mention Xavi because... De we're going to speak about him, but he's close to leave Barcelona, and also for for Obama Young, for Xavi it would be really important to keep Obama Young. He's convinced that Obama Young is the perfect backup for Lewandowski. That Barca need a player like Obama Young for the whole season. It's going to be a, a busy and difficult season for Barca, and so Xavi and Tuchel are two factors of this story. But the price tag is 30 million euros, and at the moment for Chelsea is too much. So I think their opening bid will be way lower than this. It sounds as well that Pierre Emerick Aubameyang is very happy in Barcelona,
1: even with Lewandowski there. he Does he want to stay? How far do we know about his own personal feelings towards staying or returning to London?
2: Yes, yes, yes. He's happy in Barcelona. He's happy in Barcelona. He's happy with Xavi. He's happy with the City, the club. So he has no problem with Barcelona. Of course, it's a big opportunity to have Chelsea, to return to London, to the Premier League, uh, as a key player for Chelsea in that case. Of course, in Barcelona, you have Lewandowski, who is normally always playing all the single games of the of the season. So it's not an easy one. But at the same point, Aubameyang is really, really happy at Barcelona. He knows that Xavi trusts him. So it's up to the clubs, I would say. Obama Young is not creating any problem in this story. It's up to the clubs, and it's not going to be an easy one for Chelsea, but I'm sure that they will try, and they are trying, because during the weekend they had new contacts, and this week could be important to understand what happens with Aubameyang.
1: All righty, we are live here with Federico Romano talking some Barcelona chat. Let's talk about Frankie the Young. Listen, I was there, Fab. When Frankie the Young came on in the game, the game changed. He looked something that they really needed. So I know that, you know, financially speaking, they're trying to see if they can sell him, but he really is a needed piece for Xavi. And I know that Xavi, uh, strategically, probably wants him. But what's the latest on Frankie the Young and his future?
2: Yes, yeah, we always have many questions on Frankie, but I'm sorry to say that the situation is still the same. So Manchester United are ready to pay what Barcelona want. They have an agreement with Barcelona since the beginning of July. Chelsea Does Frankie the Young to want to
1: go to Manchester United <laughs> after this past weekend? This is the
2: problem, but it's, it's not just with United. It's in general. Frankie at the moment wants to stay at Barcelona. Uh, and I say at the moment since since May, because you remember that mm. we had been in many episodes saying the same. And from what I'm told, as of today, it's still the same situation. Frankie wants to stay and continue at Barcelona with the same contract. So this is the plan for the player. Let's see if in the next 17 days, maybe the situation could change or maybe they can change his mind. I don't know. But at the moment, Frankie still wants to stay at Barcelona. I can say that May United are still there. Yes, but it's complicated. And Chelsea are there because Chelsea would be ready to pay what Barcelona want for Frankie de Jong. So in case Frankie will change his mind, It's going to be an interesting race between Chelsea and United. But as of now, it's not even a race because the player doesn't want to leave the club. All right,
1: you mentioned Memphis Depay closing in a supposed Italian club. What's the latest on the Dutch attacker?
2: Yes, the, the deal is really close between Memphis Depay and uh, and Juventus. Very positive contacts last week. Uh, this week, today, tomorrow is important to send all the documents from Juventus to Memphis Depay lawyers to check the contract. It's going to be a 2-year deal. The salary could be around 7 million euros net per season. So discussions are very advanced between Juventus and, uh, and Memphis Depay. Uh, now it's time to find agreement between Depay and Barcelona on the termination of the contract. It is also an important point of this story. So step by step, but it's progressing very well between Memphis and, and Juventus. Uh, Allegri wants him because he can play as a winger, as a center striker, as backup for Blaovic. So he's perfect player for Juventus. They wanted Alvaro Morata, but at the moment, Atletico Madrid have no intention to let him go. And so Depay could be the right solution. So work in progress, but Juventus are getting closer.
1: All right. Are there any more outgoings, Fabrizio Romano? Because it seems to me that there's a lot of uh, too many cooks in one kitchen in Barcelona situation right now. There's a lot of talent, but maybe not specifically what Xavi is looking or not looking for. Is he thinking of any more outgoings? Sergio Dest, I believe, not part of uh, Xavi's plans. Anybody else? What's going on there?
2: Yes, for Sergio Dest, it's the same situation since many, many months because Sergio wants to stay and fight for his place. He wants to stay at Barcelona. You know, I understand these players, Eugenio Dest and Frankie de Jong, because they accepted Barcelona in a difficult moment for the club, in a really difficult moment. Now the feeling is completely different. The team is really strong. The atmosphere around the club and the team is very good. There is a feeling that they can win something important this season. And so these players want to stay. They want to continue at Barcelona. They want to fight for their place at Barca. They don't want to leave now after spending some seasons at Barcelona in difficult moments. So this is why Sergino wants to stay and fight for his place. But it's also true that Barca are looking for a new right back. So let's what happens with Sergio Dest in the next uh, in the next days? At the moment, he's still something quite on player side. Alex Collado today signed his contract with Elche on loan. It's a loan deal with no buy option included, uh, and Elche will pay fifty percent of his salary. So step by step, Barça working on the outgoings Also, but the most important one, of course, is Frankie the Jong. So we have to wait and see what happens with Frankie.
1: Absolutely. Well, there's other players like Umtiti and Braithwaite. I imagine that that's the same with them. They want to stay, but the Martin Braithwaite situation is a little trickier as well, right?
2: Yes, yes. We had many rumors on Brightwhite, but at the same point I'm told that uh, he wants to accept the proposal when he feels that it's the right proposal, not when he's forced to accept the proposal. So this is the case with with and at the moment he's still... He's still waiting. Let's remind that he has the same agents of Frankie de Jong, and so this is a point in this story. And for, uh, for Samuel Umtiti, uh, many opportunities around Europe, but never found an agreement to join any of this club. He was close to, he was close to Rennes in, uh, in July, but then the deal collapsed, and at the moment he's still quiet, but I'm sure that Balsa, till the deadline day, will try to find a solution for Umtiti because he's absolutely out of the project.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us. Fabricio Romano. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, CBS Sports every single week. We're talking Barcelona. We're already answering your questions. If you don't see your question on the screen, we are answering them as well. Fab is here, of course. All right. We've talked the outgoings, Fab. Let's talk about the incomings, the possible incomings, beginning with a very price, I mean, very expensive, according to many uh, notable reporters, including Of course, yourself and David Ornstein, uh, Bernardo Silva from Manchester City. I believe that Man City have a pretty set
2: value for him and they're not willing to be flexible. What's the latest there? Yes, this is what I'm hearing also today morning. So the Bernardo Silva situation is pretty clear. The player would be happy to join Barcelona. Bernardo is tempted by Barcelona. Bernardo would love to join Barca. And he's the obsession of Xavi. So in Xavi plans, when they decided together, Xavi, Mateo Lemani, Jordi Cruyff, Juan Laporta, end of May, the plan for the market of Barcelona, Bernardo Silva was one of the key targets. Uh, maybe some Barcelona fans uh, watching us remember that they had a meeting, Jorge Mendes, the agent of Bernardo Silva, with Juan Laporta and the Wall board of Barcelona, end of June. We had rumors of Joe Felix or Rafael Leao, But the only target was, Bernardo Silva. So, Bars are trying for Bernardo since long time, and they know that the player would be happy to join. But at the same point, first key point, uh, Bernardo Silva is super professional, super respectful, and so he's not going to force Man City to leave the club. Uh, he will be respectful. In case he will stay at Man City, he's going to be the same Bernardo as always. The same happened last summer, because last summer Man City were looking for solutions for Bernardo as he wanted to go, and at the end he stayed and he was one of the best players in the world in the last season. So, with Bernardo, there is no problem. He would be happy to join Barcelona, but he's not going to break his relationship with with Man City. And then the point you mentioned, Man City are not going to accept 45 or 50 millions for Bernardo as of today. They want way more than this, but really way more than this. I don't know if at the end will be 90, 85 or 100 million euros, but it's not an easy negotiation. So it's true that Barca are working on it, but it's not a done deal yet. We need to wait and see how the negotiation will proceed. So it's not something imminent. It will take some time, but Barcelona are working on Bernardo Silva. He's the obsession of Xavi, and he's the next big target for Barca.
1: Well, what about Marcos Alonso as well because that one is uh, supposedly getting closer than we thought but obviously registration issues remain key. What's going on there?
2: Yeah, it's almost uh, it's almost done Marcos Alonso because he has an agreement with Barcelona since end of April for a 2-year deal with an option for further season. Uh, between Chelsea and Barcelona they discussed about a fee that would be a bit less than 10 million euros, so it will be around 8 million euros, 8-9 million euros. So everything is almost ready. But of course, the same clubs are working on on Obama Young. They are working... Potentially on Frankie de Jong if he changes his mind so this is why the timing is not super fast but Marcos Alonso only wants Barcelona it's also about personal reasons this is why he wants to go back to Spain and so they're just basically waiting to complete the agreement and as you mentioned for the registration of the players because Koundé was not available in the last game because of that and so they need some time to fix everything to sell some player Collado today was an important one to proceed with this uh, with this outgoing process and then we will see what happens with Marcos but I'm pretty sure that at the end he will be Barcelona
1: I'm also reading reports Fabrizio Romano that uh, a right back is possibly a desired interest for Barcelona. It's been, you know, somewhat of a vulnerable position for the Catalan club. What's the latest there?
2: Yes, they're exploring some options. We have many, many names. For example, as has been mentioned Diogo Dalot in a swap deal with Sergio Des. But at the moment, I'm told that May United or the agents of Dalot have not been approached by Barca. So he's appreciated internally, but there is not a negotiation. There are many options. I think it will be an opportunity. Uh, so there are some players that could be available on the market. There could be opportunities around Europe from the Premier League, from La Liga too. So Barcelona are exploring the market. They have not decided yet who is the first target, the top target. Because now their priority is to understand what happens with the outgoings, As we mentioned, Depay, Obama, Young, and then to sign Marcos Alonso. And, of course, Bernardo Silva. So I think the right back will be the opportunity at the end of the market. It's not something imminent. They are still deciding internally with, uh, with Cruyff, with Alemani, and, of course, with Xavi. And so let's wait a bit. But I think there is a chance for the right back. It's important to understand if Sergio Dest will accept to leave or not. Because, as we know, the financial situation in Barcelona means that they need to sell some player, too, before signing
1: All righty. Well, that was a lot of Barcelona questions uh, regarding our Barcelona episode, the incomings and the outgoings. We're going to take a break, everybody. When we come back, we've got more questions for Fabrizio. And perhaps we're now leaving Barcelona and asking some other things, but we can always return to Barca. But there's a lot going on. The Premier League turns 30 today, so I'm sure a lot of Premier League transfer questions as well. Fabrizio will keep us updated on some other things that he's working on. That will be it And make sure to stay tuned after this break. We're taking a break. We'll be right back.
0: Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place, from LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account. Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly, and our listeners will receive thirty-five percent off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, Taylorbrands.com/slash/CBSports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash cbs Sports. so start your business journey today with taylor brands okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Fabrizio Romano in the house. Diego LME here. It's a live episode. We're going to answer your questions, uh, but don't forget that, you know, we're talking a lot of La Liga, but this past weekend was the uh, opening weekend of Serie A as well, which you can watch exclusively on Paramount Plus and CBS Sports. Fabrizio, you are, of course, part of that panel. Any thoughts over the, this weekend from Serie A? Anything that uh, grabbed your attention from the first opening weekend of the Italian League?
2: Right. First of all, today we have Napoli and Juventus playing, so it's going to be an interesting Monday night and it was already interesting on Saturday because it was not an easy job for AC Milan with Udinese and for Inter with Lecce with last-minute win thanks to Denzel Dumfries. So, I think very good impact also for Roma. They won 1-0, but the performance was very good. And this summer, Roma were really exciting by signing Paolo Dybala and many other important players. So it's been a very good summer for Roma. Gini Vinaldo, Nemanja Matic. And they are still on the market because Belotti could be an interesting one as he's a free agent. And so I think Serie A this, this season will be really, really interesting. I'm curious to see Napoli tonight because Napoli signed many new players. They lost Koulibaly, who was amazing with Chelsea and I'm sure he's a top, top signing for Chelsea. But also they lost Insigne. Dries Mertens, Sospina, Fabian Ruiz is going to Paris Saint-Germain. It's really close. So new Napoli team, and I'm curious to see how it will develop. Absolutely. Absolutely. And don't forget that
1: you can watch Serie A exclusively on Paramount Plus and CBS Sports. Napoli going through a major transition. Of course, Dries Mertens leaving as well. It's a big, big deal. All right, let's talk Premier League here. Fabrizio Romano, the Premier League turns 30 today. Man, do I feel old. The Premier League turns 30 today. (laughs) 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 Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. But hey, the questions never stop, of course, because the transfer window continues even after uh, you know the season begins. We got one here from Adeleke Adewali. Fab, any news on Arsenal mystery winger signing or a midfielder, perhaps?
2: Not yet, but I'm sure that Arsenal will be on the market in the next uh, in the next few weeks. This week and next week, I'm sure. I'm sure because they are really happy with the team they built. They are really happy with the impact they're having also with Mikel Arteta doing a great job. And so I'm sure that they will do something. They are exploring the market. They want to find the right opportunities. Uh, about Jeremy Pino, it's true that many Premier League clubs are following him, but at the moment there is still no official bid. But I would keep an eye on this boy not just for Arsenal in general in the next weeks because he's an interesting name and a top talent. So let's see, but I'm sure that Arsenal will do something else on the market. There's another one about Tillemans to Arsenal as well. What's the latest on, on that one? He's still on the list. He's always been part of the list at Arsenal, but at the moment there is still no official bid to, to Leicester. The player is waiting. The player is waiting because Tillemans would love to to move and to find a new opportunity this summer. Since long time he's waiting. Now it's up to Arsenal to make an official bid if they really want Tillemans or maybe to sign a different kind of player. But I'm sure that that will be busy. <laughs>
1: Busy indeed. Well, here's one, by the way. Sanela, thank you so much. This one, by the way, Fab, a lot of USMNT fans, of course, following Kego Lasso, Christian Pulisic obviously doesn't remain a pivotal thought for Thomas Tuchel and Chelsea. We've talked a lot about Newcastle maybe uh, showing a little interest. Anything there, anything going for the uh, American attacker?
2: Yes, there is an interest since long time from the castle. They already approached people close to Polišic in, in June, but at the moment from Chelsea there is no decision made on him. Also, because they can't sell all the players because Dimo Werner, Romero Lukaku, I think Atsuno is going to to leave the club also in the next days with many many clubs interested in him. So before selling or uh, loaning out all the players, they need to find some solution internally or new signings. And so this is why at the moment for Polišic there is still nothing imminent. A lot of interest, but nothing imminent. And I would I wouldn't be surprised if. At the end, he stays at, at Chelsea this season.
1: Yeah, we will see. He needs minutes. All right. Well, uh, Abdul Karim Samar was asking about Idrissa Gueye. Of course, Renato Sanchez scored this past weekend. PSG are looking very good under Galtier. But Idrissa Gueye, of course, on his way out. Perhaps reports of him returning to the Premier League, perhaps even Everton. Anything there?
2: Yes, the deal is still on with Guaya and, uh, and Everton. They are discussing with his agents. They had an agreement ready. Uh, it was 10 days ago and then they had some problems to complete everything with Paris Saint-Germain because Paris Saint-Germain are really tough in the negotiations this summer. We've been using Paris Saint-Germain as an easy club to negotiate where they didn't want a player to stay. Uh, in the last two, three years they were ready to loan out players or sell players really in a fast way and now it's changed with Luis Campos who is doing a great job also in selling players. For example, Wijnaldum with Roma was a negotiation that, lasted like two two or three weeks. So it's always long because they want to get the best deal possible. But the negotiation is still ongoing for Gaglia. Let's see if this week Everton will try to, to complete everything. All right. Well, let's uh,
1: go here because Leeds uh, remain undefeated in the Premier League. Uh, a win and a draw. Of course, Jesse Marsh doing some good things. He's already bringing in a lot of American interest who started their careers In MLS here, Fabrizio Romano. And zombie underscore boy underscore 99. I'm never going to read your name ever again. That's just ridiculous. (laughs) Any news on Kai Wagner, the left back from uh, Philadelphia Union to Leeds United?
2: Yes, it's one of the names they are monitoring. We know that, as you mentioned, Leeds are always keeping an eye uh, on, on American players, on American talents. And so they are monitoring this boy. But at the moment, uh, still nothing advanced, I'm told. Still nothing imminent. also because really, re- Leeds are really happy with the team they have. So I think they will sign some player only in case they have some outgoing and if they find the right opportunity. One name I wanted to mention is Willy Nonto, this Italian guy playing for Zurich, who did very good in the last game. So the Italian 18 years old, for, uh, right? Virginia. Yes, 18 years old, former inter player who is available on the market because many clubs have been interested this summer and Leeds are keeping an eye on him. So he could be the final surprise for uh, Victor Orta and Radrizzani at the end of the market.
1: Yeah, let me just circle back on Serginio Desk for a second because we're getting a few questions about possibly maybe Borussia Dortmund being interested in him. Is that any kind of a possibility?
2: At uh, the moment, is still something that I'm, I'm not aware of, something between Borussia Dortmund and Dest. But let's see. It depends maybe on Meunier, because we also saw Meunier as a potential target for Barcelona. But I repeat, Barca are still discussing internally about the right back. They have not decided yet. So it could be a domino of right backs at the end of the market. But as of today, Serginho still wants to stay at Barca.
1: Okay, Fabrizio, it's come that time, my friend. I should be wearing black right now, but the question is coming, and you know where I'm going. I'm telling you something. Diego Carlos has been injured for about eight days in his entire career, and the sad thing is is the tremendous mountain of a center back uh, raptures his Achilles uh, out possibly between six to nine months. It's just devastating news. Uh, come back stronger, Diego Carlos. We're all behind you, but... Horrific news for Steven Gerrard's squad and Aston Villa. So now the question is, Fab, and they're going to come in now as I'm talking to you, of course. A lot of Villa fans follow this show. Now the question is, what's next? Because the strategy for Diego Carlos was obviously for Steven Gerrard to upgrade the center back unit. Chambers is great. Tyrone Mings is great. Conz is great. But he wanted something else, specifically a distributor of a center back. Now that he's out, definitely at least until 2023, Um, what is the plan here? Are we going to go back out into the market? Is the strategy going to change before the end of the transfer window?
2: I think yes. Uh, I'm told that they are already exploring the market with some opportunities. So let's see who will be the player they will pick and if to find the right player because we know how good is the strategy at Aston Villa they only sign players where they 100% trust the opportunity trust the player they are signing so it's not easy to find an important centre-back with a good price because I don't see Aston Villa spending crazy money on a centre-back again as Diego Carlos of course uh, in 6-7 in months we hope as soon as possible will be back and they trust him 100% for present and future so I don't see them spending big money they want to find an opportunity they are exploring the market and so let's see if they will find the right player but I'm sure that Aston Villa will look for some for some names because they need a centre-back and as you mentioned we wish the best to, to Diego Carlos fantastic player and he deserves to play in the Premier League again very soon
1: 100% uh, we're getting a lot of questions about uh, Lukas Sučić, by the way uh, anything regarding uh, Lucas Sučić's questions any news says Mishko Brovac
2: no, he's one of the players that Newcastle monitored for a long time. Uh, they've, they've been a really big fan of this guy, but at the moment, still, still a quiet situation. So let's see what happens till the end of the market, but it's not something like close to be completed to our bank. No.
1: How about uh, Ander Herrera, perhaps, to Bilbao? Any news on that? It was his birthday a few days ago. Obviously, a great servant to football, a great man, a great brain. I see him as a manager in the future, but anything yeah. to him to returning to Spain? What, what do you think?
2: Yes, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. He's in negotiation with Athletic. It's important to understand how to resolve the situation with PSG, as he's on a huge salary, and this is something that Athletic can't pay, of course, so they need to find a solution altogether. And as I mentioned before, it's always tough with Paris Saint-Germain, because everything has changed at Paris Saint-Germain with Luis Campos. And so it's not going to be an easy one also for Athletic, but it's a serious possibility, and he's one of the players who could leave Paris Saint-Germain. We can include also Kerr, who is in negotiations with West Ham, Kaylor Navas to Napoli is a possibility. So there are still many players on Paris Saint-Germain list ready to leave the club, Riccardi too. So many, many players who will leave PSG uh, till the end of the transfer market. Well, Fabrizio Romano,
1: it's the end. Thank you so much. Before we say goodbye to you, anything that you're working on that we should really be paying more attention to?
2: I want to mention two midfielders. One is Adrian Rabiot because Manchester United are still in negotiation with the player and with his mother, agent Veronique, to find an agreement on personal terms. Everything is agreed with Juventus. So, important week for Rabiot to Manchester United. And uh, a talented boy because we know how good uh, are Chelsea uh, investing in talents. They already signed your boy, Carney, from Aston Villa for 20 Uh, Don't remind (laughs) me. But they want... And they want an Italian too. And it's Cesare Casadei, this top player from Inter, top talent at the moment. We will see if he will become a top player. But he was the best player in Inter Academy since a long time. And they are ready to pay big money for him. So Chelsea want Casadei. They are in negotiations with Inter and it's going to be a key week to see what happens.
1: I'm seeing a strategy here from Todd Bowley and co about not just fortifying the first 11, but bringing in some young players in order thinking about the future. It's going to be interesting to see yeah. how that one develops. Fabrizio Romano, always good to have you. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, CBS Sports, of course, every single week. He's part of our Serie A coverage team as well. The Champions League will be returning, so make sure to follow him. But he's always on Kego Lasso. Fab, thank you so
2: much, brother. Thank you, my friend, as always, and see you soon here on kegolaso We'll have many news to come, and so ready to be back soon. Thank you. Uh,
1: absolutely. Let's hope we see more Antonio Conte-Thomas 2 handshakes and we can talk about them as well. Fabrizio Romano, El Ami, Lasso. <laughs> By the way, we have plenty of coverage coming for you this week. And of course, the Champions League will return very soon. We can previews, recaps, etc. Make sure to follow us. Help us get to 20,000 subscribers. We're nearly there. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic beginning to your week and we will see you next time. Till then. Ciao, ciao.